0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Elevate the Day. We're so happy to have you here. My name is Jennifer Cavello, and I am joined by you-know-who, Karen Jensen Salisbury. Hey, everybody. Good to see you today. I hope that everyone's having a great day. Karen and I are excited to be uh, coming to you again and talking with you with words of encouragement and uh, information and knowledge about God's Word so that you can get revelation about how you can use it to change your life. And that's really what we're here to do, right? Is to help you to renew your mind with God's word so that you can use it to make those changes on the inside um, that'll hopefully come out on the outside yeah. <laughs> as we all strive to, to walk in love in a world that is um, not so much walking in love these days. So <laughs> But we're we're here to be good examples of of the love of Christ, and today we think we've got a wonderful topic to help you do that, and it is from our um, lovely Elevate the Day devotional, right? Three hundred and sixty five days of goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. And um, so today we're looking at the entry on October third, and it's called. Three reasons I refuse to hold a grudge. Yikes! So we're going to chat a little bit about how to not have a grudge, not to have offense, or let offense build up in your life. Because you know the Bible does say in these end days, people are going to get easily offended, and there's lots of ways for people to get easily offended. So Karen's got three great tips here. I'm going to turn it over to her and. Um, and let's find out how we can not have a grudge anymore.
1: Yeah, you know, it's just like Jen said, it's so easy to get offended, isn't it? And I think especially even in church, man, because I maybe we expect Christians to act better and then they do something that ticks us off, you know, like sit in our pew or cut us off in the parking lot or not say hi to us or say hi to us mean or, you know, yeah. it's just so easy. And, and I mean, it feels real. You know, like you, you really do deserve to be offended, but I'm telling you, be careful of offense because the devil, the devil knows that when there's unity, there's power, right? And so he's always trying to pit us against each other. You know, and so first, I would encourage you, and I do this in my classes when I teach at Rama. Is go to First Corinthians thirteen in the Amplified Bible, verses four through eight, and write it out. Put your name in it. I am patient and kind because it's the love chapter, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love endures long. Love is takes no offense. Love believes the best of everyone, and read it over yourself every day because it's that's the truth. That's the power. That's how to keep, that's how to walk in the kind of love that keeps you out of offense and into unforgiveness. And I always tell people, you know, when I'm talking to Christians about unforgiveness, I don't say, are you walking in unforgiveness? Because all Christians say, no, 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 no. I forgive him. It's, you know, it's okay. (laughs) And so, because we know we're not supposed to hold a grudge, right? We know we're supposed to forgive. So we say, you know, I'm no, I forgave him, but, right? Actually, technically, I wrote a book with that very name. I forgive you, but. because. there's but, a stipulation <laughs> yes and the butt part of course is what you really are feeling in your heart and mind yeah. so I always say instead are if you are you walking in forgiveness I say have you been hurt mm-hmm. and you know hello who would say no if you've been alive longer than 15 minutes somebody has hurt your feelers they just yes. have, right yes. and so we need to be aware of that we need to take hold of what the word of God says about that and kind of be bulletproof really if First Corinthians 13 4 through8 will help you be bulletproof. And so the in the in the devotional that Jen, Jen just mentioned on October 3rd, three reasons I refuse to hold the grudge. number one is because unforgiveness is going against God's principles. Mm. See, the only way God looks at humans is through the lens of forgiveness because of what Jesus has done for us. He has forgiven us. Mm. And there's so many scriptures in the Bible about forgiveness because, of course, you and I didn't deserve to be forgiven, but Jesus forgave us anyway. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. I mean... You know, that explains it right there. And so God's method of dealing with humans is forgiveness. And when you step out of forgiveness into unforgiveness, you're going against his principles. You can't expect the blessings and the things of God to work in your life when you're going against his principles. It says, if I don't choose to deal with people in the same way God does, then I'm disobeying his many admissions to forgive. And I can expect the result of that in my life. I can't go against God's nature and expect his blessings to flow to me. Yikes. Yikes. That's number one reason. Number two reason I refuse to hold a grudge is If I hold a grudge, I'm clogging my blessing pipe. I call it clogging my blessing pipe, okay? All of God's blessings are always flowing to us in Christ, Ephesians 1, 3. But when we disobey him, that clogs the pipe sometimes, or something is standing between us and the blessings, and that thing is unforgiveness. See, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other guy to die. Mm. It's eating your lunch. It's killing you. Right. Number three reason I refuse to hold a grudge. Unforgiveness puts me outside of God's promises. When I do choose to forgive, I'm living like God lives. I'm in his domain, which means that all he is and all that he's promised is available to me. He lives in forgiveness land. It's a way of life. And so I want to live in forgiveness land. How about you? Now, I know there are things that have hurt you. Maybe it's, you know, I've had people say to me, I, I just can't forgive, you know, I've tried, but the feelings keep coming back. I understand that. And that's why I wrote a book because really this is called three steps, three steps that can heal your heart forever. And so it's actually one, two, three, here's how to do it. Because sometimes the pain is very deep. Sometimes if you told Jen and I your story, we would agree. Yes, that is terrible, mm-hmm. but the only way you're going to get free of it. Don't let stupid people keep you in bondage. Right. Let it go. Let it go. Yes. Let it go. Be free to walk into your bright future. So this book, that's why I wrote it. It's kind of a tool. It's a tool to help you, especially if you've tried to forgive and you still feel in the pain. Amen. Amen. And, you
0: know, I, uh, I was just think as you were talking, I was like, but you don't know what happened to me. Exactly. You know, you don't yeah. know what they did. And, you know, you're right. Um, yeah. And even if I did know what they did, um, you know, it, it's the impact, the, the hurt is still within you. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. I, I think a lot of times we try and forgive on our own. You know, right. we try and muster up the, the the will and the strength to forgive. And we can't do it. We need We need God's help. We need the love of God. We need to see this person through that same lens that God sees them. And that's through the lens of love, the lens of of Jesus. And sometimes, you know, for those small hurts, which do happen every day, right? You know, the the customer service person is mean to you or, you know, whatever. Those those little hurts that happen, I think sometimes it's helpful to separate the action from the person and, and look at it objectively, especially if you know, this is not something that person normally does. So that's not how they normally act. It's like, wait a minute, this, this isn't jiving, you know? So it, it makes it a little bit easier, not easy, but easier to say, you know what? I forgive the, you know, uh, I'm gonna just let go of this action because it doesn't match up with the person. And it really helps you to see that person a little bit differently and let go of the offense. Because here's the thing, if you don't let go of the little offenses, they're going to get to be big offenses and then the grudges and then the the division and then, the you know, it just kind of gets worse and worse and worse over time. And so within this forgiveness realm, I, I do think there's also a place to have a chat with that person. I mean, if they're continually doing something that is really hurting you. You know, it might just be time to sit down and have a little come to Jesus talk and in love, in forgiveness and resolve the differences because it could just be they're going through a really tough time and they're just not themselves. And, you know, what would Jesus do? Well, and
1: sometimes, like you said, Jen, sometimes people don't mean it at all. And then, you know what? Sometimes they do. (laughs) But but go free anyway. Freedom. Freedom you know, forgiveness is freedom. And and I like that you said that about having a chat with them, because the answer to that and a thousand other questions are be led. You know, yeah. the Holy Spirit is going to help you. And that's really in the book. There's just tons and tons of scripture that washing, washing, washing of the water of the word that helps you to forgive when you can't do the forgiving yourself. But then, but then, you know, sometimes we think, well, they don't deserve to be forgiven. You know, like if we sat around in a group of you and me and Jen, and we, we all decided what they did to you was so terrible. They don't deserve to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. You know what? We don't talk about the D word because if we all got what we deserved, we die and go to hell. See? Yeah. Deserving doesn't have anything to do with. In fact, you know what? The other person doesn't have anything to do with forgiveness. It has to do with you going free. And sometimes they will never admit they're wrong. You know, sometimes I think we think that forgiveness is optional. And Mm. if I'm feeling really good today, I'll forgive you. And if you're really, really sorry, I'll forgive you. You know what? (laughs) Sometimes they're not sorry at all. Sometimes they will never admit what they did was wrong. And that just makes us so mad we want to punch them. But go free anyway. The best revenge is to go free, forgive them anyway, not because they deserve it or because they're really, really sorry, but because so many places in the word, God says, if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you right. or you know, leave it, let it go, let it drop. Why? Because he knows that it's forgiveness. Remember the time that Peter comes up to Jesus and said, how many times do I need to forgive my brother? Seven times. He's using all of his faith. You know, Peter's like, I'm being spiritual here. Seven times I'm willing to forgive him. And what did Jesus say? Mm, no, yeah. 70 times seven. Not so much. Yeah, that's 490 times. And I don't think that Jesus meant on the 491st time you can hold a grudge. Right. I think what he meant was forgive, 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 because that's freedom for you. Amen. And and it's a lifestyle. You it, know, I um, think we
0: need to live in a lifestyle of forgiveness as opposed to, uh, you know, okay, I, I forgave this person in, you know, 1980. And, you know, right.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so we, we want to, um, you know, unclog the, um, the unforgiveness. Pipe. We need a little divine Drano. You know, <laughs> to open up the forgiveness pipe, to open up, um, you know, because we do want the blessings of God. And, and, and you know, and I'm not talking about blessings like, you know, we want the cars, the houses and, and all of that. But we want the protection. <laughs> we want the provision. Yeah, yeah, we yes. want the healing and all of that. Well, that's the blessings of God. And, um, and and so we want to have that lifestyle of walking in forgiveness and loving our neighbor. Right. Yeah loving our neighbor because that's what we're commanded to do. One of the greatest commandments
1: with God's supernatural love. Aren't you glad Romans five, five says the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy ghost. So we are just yielding to that love. Like Jen said, we can't do it in our own self, but when we rely on God and we go to him and we go to his word and we say, father, I want to forgive this person. Help me. He's going to, of course he's going to help you. Yeah. He, He doesn't say no never <laughs> he's not going to say no to forgiveness
0: so so anyway check out karen's book I, I forgive you but um and focus more on the i forgive you than the but part but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you can head over to her website karen and, and pick that up um and it's going to be a blessing she always gives a, a free little snippet so you can read a little bit of all of her books so make sure you pick that up um today and and of course you know pick up a copy of our devotional it's um you know makes a great gift and uh before you know it it'll be someone's birthday anniversary celebration and christmas christmas exactly um so uh you know this makes a great gift and um you know it's a blessing and we're so grateful to everyone who has uh, shared with their thoughts with us about how it's being helpful them in their lives. So until next week, God bless you and keep you and have a wonderful day. Bye.